Hello out there, Odie Tuggers. Welcome to this episode of our K-Scope Uncovered podcast. As always, I am your K-Scope 21 Conference Chair, Kevin McGinley. And as always, we are going to take you behind the scenes of planning K-Scope 21, all the things that we're looking at, where we're at in the planning process, what things we have left to do, um, and really try to give you, you know, insider information into how an awesome conference like K-Scope 21 is planned, um, while also at the same time keeping you abreast of all the sort of late-breaking news about what you can expect from K-Scope 21 and, and the great conference that we're trying to put on. So, uh, you know, on my last episode, uh, I had Minnie on, and I've got two two awesome guests from the conference committee, whom I'll introduce here in a bit. Um, but but let's let's kind of dive into where we are, sort of in the planning process right now. Um, you know, we've we've got a lot of content uh, already sort of set. Um, it's all up on the website, and we're going to actually spend some time talking about that content today. Um, and, you know, the other things that we're sort of looking at right now is sort of rounding out the other elements of the schedule that, that you can expect to have during K-Scope 21. So as, as always, the heart of, of K-Scope 21 or K-Scope in general is great content, um, and we'll spend some time talking about that here. But there are all kinds of other aspects of K-Scope that make K-Scope uniquely uh, you know, a, a conference unto its own. And, and we wanted to try to capture some of those things in the virtual setting as best we could. Some things we obviously have limitations on what we can do, but, uh, you know, we tried to design a schedule that was uh, sort of well-rounded in that regard and, and had lots of different opportunities for, um, you know, you to learn, engage with people um, and different things you can learn about and, uh, you know, not not just make it sort of uh, you know sitting on web conferences all day long, uh, just sort of passively listening. So with with that in mind, let me kind of update you on where we are with kind of the overall agenda. So we're we're going to talk about uh, the Oracle Symposium Day a little bit. That'll kick us off on Monday. Um, you know, we'll have a general session that kicks things off. Uh, we have uh, Oracle as a keynote speaker, um, Scott Spinellini talking about Oracle for good. Um, and then we'll launch into our sort of typical symposium where there'll be lots of different rooms uh, around the different communities where you can jump in and, and hear updates from uh, Oracle on all kinds of topics uh, that I know our guests will, will dip into a little bit here. Um, and that's pretty much day one. And then days two through nine will all kind of flow with the same uh, structure to it. So we'll have four 60-minute sessions um, that are all sort of typical, these are the typical sessions that you're used to attending at K-Scope, um, but they're gonna be separated by three 40-minute blocks of time, and we're gonna do something different in each of those three 40-minute blocks um, for the people who wanna stay engaged. We also wanted to make that break long enough that if you needed to go take care of some uh, you know, other stuff during that time, whether you know, it's your personal life or your work life uh, or whatever, you know, we wanted to give you a nice chunk of time that you could do something like that. But if you're willing to stay engaged, we wanted to offer you some, you know, very interesting and unique um, ways to engage that's different than, you know, just sort of sitting in a session. So the first block of time um, is is going to be dedicated to, you know, networking and, and trying to get people talking to each other about, um, you know, professional technical topics um, in smaller rooms where everybody's allowed to turn their mic and camera on 
um, and engage with each other. One of the great aspects of K-Scope is um, the you know, ability to network with other people and, and the openness of the community to do so. And so we wanted to replicate that as much as we can. And so we've got a great feature in our platform that will allow people to jump into either rooms that will be moderated um, around a common topic that everybody's interested in talking about. And those, those topics um, will be, you know, sort of named and identified on the room. So, you know, jumping into a room uh, if that's a topic you want to talk about. And then we'll have some unmoderated rooms where you're just free to hop in and you and whomever else is in there can decide what, what you want to talk about, what are the things on your mind. So, so we'll have both styles. Um, and that will be our, our primarily our first break. And then our second break will be all about engaging with our vendors um, in, in quote unquote the exhibit hall, if you will. Um, so that'll be a dedicated time where you can learn about all the great offerings from the, the different vendors that we have at K-Scope. Um, you can engage in conversations with them. You can watch you know, videos at their booths, uh, download materials that they post at their booth. Um, and and engage in chats and and other ways that you can ask them questions about what what they bring to the table and what they can offer you. And then our last break, we wanted to sort of uh, change things up a little bit and and do some things that are more fun um, or non-technical, non-professional. Um, so we've got three different types of uh, sessions during that time. Again, all using that same small room, everybody can kind of turn their camera and audio on, um, you know, type format. Um, the first is we'll have a variety of different games that you can play. So you can hop in and, and play some games with your peers. Uh, those will we'll announce what those games are a little bit closer to the time. Um, and, and those will be run and moderated by our, our community. Um, then we're going to have, um, you know, what we're calling Casecope Connect sessions, which are really uh, members of our community are, are gonna you know have either presentations or you know just sort of conversations um, about hobbies and other things that they have expertise in that are not oracle related or not technical related so so these are are going to be very interesting in terms of their variety and and what different community members bring to the table um, we're still taking uh, volunteers for people who have ideas about what what types of sessions that they want to lead. Uh, we we sent out an email blast with a form that you can uh, fill out if you have an interesting idea, um, and and that will be another type of of session that people can join if they're interested in, in learning about uh, something that another community member wants to you know educate people on. And then the last one is you know we're calling them celebrate. Um, events where we're trying to celebrate the different cities that we either were going to be in. So for example, K-Scope 20 was going to be in Boston. We didn't get to to go there. Uh, 21 was supposed to be in Nashville. We're obviously not going to get to go there. And we just recently announced that 22 will be in Grapevine. Um, and so we wanted to bring you a little bit of each of those areas. And so we're going to have these awesome uh, virtual events that you can join. Um, the K-Scope 20 special event was going to be at the New England Aquarium, and we made an arrangement with them to actually allow you to take a tour of the New England Aquarium. That's going to be super cool um, in, in terms of the, the types of behind-the-scenes things that they're going to show you. Um, and then to represent Nashville, uh, we actually, within the community, um, have a, um, a Nashville performer, a Nashville singer. She's going to do two different sets on uh, two different days um, where you'll be able to effectively attend a concert. 
Um, and uh, she's a, a member of the Nashville community. She performs regularly there. Um, and she has ties to our community. I don't want to sort of spoil that yet. Um, but you'll be able to uh, go watch her and effectively attend a small concert if you want, um, which I'm, I'm super excited about. I've listened to her music. It's it's very good. And, and I'm excited that we were able to have that sort of special connection to, uh, you know, get her to be a part of K-Scope. And then for the Grapevine area, we're going to offer the ability to um, have you attend, uh, similar to, to the Boston and the New England Aquarium, the Dallas Zoo. So they're, they're offering a virtual series uh, that, that we worked out with them, um, where you can do a similar thing behind the scenes and, and get close up with the animals. And, and for both of the New England Aquarium and, and the Dallas Zoo, the, the beauty of this being virtual is if, you know, if you've got little kids and you want to bring them into the room with you and watch while you're watching, um, you know, that that's a fantastic opportunity for you to do that. So, you know, those are all the, the sort of interesting and unique things that we're trying to do to make this a very memorable K-Scope experience. But I've spent a lot of time blabbing here. I want to get to our guests uh, and get really into the heart of the content because that's that's what everybody's attending K-Scope for primarily. So from our conference committee, first up, I, I want to introduce uh, the incumbent, Helen Sanders, on her second year of being part of the conference committee and leading a variety of tracks. Hi, Helen. Hello. And and then our uh, new to the conference committee this year, um, heading up the entire EPM uh, community and all of the EPM tracks uh, is Tony Scalise. How are you doing, Tony? Hey, Kevin. How's it going? And 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 I'm curious, based based on our conversation that we had, Tony, where uh, you know when I was asking you to come come on to the conference committee, and you're like, yeah, I'll I'll do the whole EPM, I'll do all those tracks. Are are are, are you regretting that decision now? No, I, I'm very much managed by delegation, and so I found this just having really strong track leads and that are enthusiastic and energetic really helped distribute the load and make sure that we're getting really good content out there and I don't have to be this control freak because that's just not my style. Yeah. So it's worked and, out. Yeah, and you did you did uh recruit some great track leads. I thought I thought everything ran very smoothly and uh yeah, they they've got they got some good content. So let's let's get into this. So so just to sort of recap, well, I'll let you guys recap. So so why don't Helen, what what are all the tracks that you're in charge of? Tell everybody what what you're in charge of for Kscope 21. Sure. So this year it's the database track, the new modern app development track, and emerging technology. And so if if you were, you know, I think database um although actually you might want to comment on this one because we are trying to do some some different things with database but for for those not familiar with modern app development especially as it as it relates to to the sort of apex track. So I I think modern app development is similar to emerging tech where it's again related to oracle technology but about all the other things you can do um outside of the just database querying as as in building chatbots, digital assistants, um, and kind of a, I, I see it as kind of a blend of Apex and database and emerging tech all together. 
Yeah, it really is. It, you know, you're 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 really trying to get to you know, if Apex is all about specifically using Apex to build applications, you know, modern app development, there's there's so much else out there uh, that allows you to build applications, and it all works within the Oracle ecosystem. And so, what what are all some of those technologies and capabilities that you can bring together, um, right. you know, to build applications outside of the the Apex stack? So, right. Awesome. And then Tony, why don't why don't you kind of round round out what uh, you know was all involved in the the EPM community this year? Yeah, certainly. So this year we took a little bit of a different approach to things. Um, when we think about KScope, particularly as it relates to EPM and and the legacy idea of S space being part of EPM or BI, um, S space continued to be a track within that overall grouping, um, and we. We kept a largely technical focus there because when we think about who our attendees are and what they're looking for, this is really the conference where they can come to get that information around S-Space. But when we took a step back and we thought about the EPM side of the house, we really wanted to mirror what Oracle's been doing over the past few years. Largely, K-Scope's been kind of a tech conference where you go and you learn from some of the best in the industry about really creative and novel ways to use Oracle software. And we definitely want to continue to embrace that, but I think there's also a really great opportunity here to start to think about this other contingent of conference attendees that could exist, that how do I use this to solve business problems? And again, that aligns with how Oracle's been positioning Oracle EPM Cloud. Right. They don't talk about the tech. They're talking more about the, the business process that they're addressing. So when we think about financial planning, we think about financial close and consolidation, uh, foundation and reporting. I'll, I'll get back to that one in a second. Profitability and then the idea of strategic EPM. How am I using these things together? Right. It's one thing to deploy a profitability solution or a financial planning solution, but how do I use the whole stack of products in Oracle EPM Cloud together to really achieve a business vision? And I said I would come back to it, but foundations and reporting, this is what I like to call the kitchen sink track. This is where <laughs> everything used to just kind of land. Um, and I think that that worked up until a few years ago. And when you really think about what's really become foundational to all of this coming together? Well, it's master data, it's data, and then at the end of the cycle, it's the reporting that, that sits on top of these solutions. And so we really wanted to serve that track better and not to have it just be this catch-all where you, you put things you didn't know how to classify and really think about, yeah, this is foundational to the overall use of, these, of EPM. And obviously reporting is a key component of that and so we didn't want to lose track of the idea of reporting either so those are all the different tracks that are out there today and in, in the epm space awesome so so i'll i'll stick with you since i feel like that's a nice way to dovetail into then what what are some example sessions uh that that you're you know very excited about that that you think sort of highlight that vision of of what you're trying to achieve what are what are some ones that are on the agenda that that you think you know sort of bring that different perspective to bear all right strap in i got a whole bunch that i want to go through <laughs> <laughs> uh, so i 
I obviously live in the foundation space from where my technical skill and my experience lives. So, but I try to step away from that a little bit. There's certainly some things in there. I've been around the EDM products since pre-GA. I was lucky enough to be part of the early adopter program there. The firm that I was with was was involved in that and bringing that to market with with one of the clients that Oracle had as one of the first three there. So EDM is kind of near and dear to my heart, even though I'm not really a practitioner of it today. So there's a couple of sessions there that I really wanted to to kind of check in and see how has this product been working for people. And one of them is leveraging EDM for financial transformation at Williams. Uh, that's a session by Euron. I know uh, Greg Mancuso over there and Kate Helmer, um, as well as a number of other people there, but I know those guys pretty well. I know that they're very experienced, they're very well respected. So I'm, I'm excited to see what Euron did with Williams and, and how that came together. Kevin Black used to be on my team when I was with Ranzel and Alilithia. Uh, he has a, a session out there about how Viastat used EDM. And so I'm excited to hear their particular journey and how Kevin's been continuing to grow um, since I haven't worked with him in about a year and a half now. Uh, and then rounding out in that, that financial or foundations and reporting track is EPM reporting for the 21st century. We all know Opal, uh, she's built a brand around being one of the go-to people for how do I use reporting effectively and how can I really harness the value of these systems through the reporting layer. And so excited to see that. And then just, yeah. go ahead. Well, I was just gonna say, let, let me jump in because I wanna give, I wanna give analytics a, a couple moments as well. We don't have Gary on since he was uh, a prior guest, but I'll, I'll, I'll stump for analytics a little bit. Um, Opal also has uh, a presentation over in the analytics track uh, that I think is gonna be very fascinating. And it's, it's actually with Wayne Van Sluis um, they're they're going to do an EPM cloud data visualization showdown where where you know just like you said she's she's sort of built a brand around EPM reporting uh, and she's going to go up against Wayne and compare and contrast what you can do in in EPM reporting and and all the dashboard capabilities there versus what can you do in Oracle Analytics Cloud uh, that that I think Wayne's going to represent so. Uh, that that will be a very interesting session in the uh, analytics track, and and like you said, taps into uh, you know Opal's expertise uh, and Wayne's expertise very strongly there. But continue, well, sorry, I just wanted to interject that. Yeah, no, that's cool. As a non-betting man, because I I hate giving my money to casinos because I'm not any good at <laughs> at actually gambling. But I think Wayne's going to win, and I don't think that because I think he's stronger at the tech than Opal. I, I can't really assess that, but I just think when we think about what Oracle Analytics Cloud is and what it's designed for, I think the visualization capabilities there are just gonna massacre what can happen on the EPM side. EPM is great for kind of lightweight stuff in my opinion, but if you're really getting into heavy analytics and visualization, kind of OAC all day. That's yeah. just my non-professional opinion though. Uh, continuing on though, uh, in the financial close space, I always make fun of the accountants, which I think has made me more than a few friends in the industry um, because it's just not something I enjoy. But I did see that Tracy McMullen has a FCC uh, admin guide. I forget the actual full title, but everybody knows Tracy. She's a former ACE director. Uh, she's 
just a really good presenter. She's really down to earth and she's really knowledgeable. So if there's anybody that can help usher former HFM people along into the world of S-Space Calc scripts, I think Tracy's one of those people that could do that because her personality is so chill. She's so knowledgeable. Yeah. And I, I think it'll work out really nicely for people that attend that session. Cool. So let me let me jump over to Helen. Uh, I wasn't done. And, but oh, you're not I'll done? Give, I'll give Helen the floor, though. Let, no, 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 give, it's okay. Let, Continue. <laughs> let, 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 let's give Helen the floor a little bit, uh, just just so this doesn't turn into the Tony show. Uh, yeah, so I, we'll come back to you, Tony. Don't worry. Don't worry. Me, We're, Kevin. Not We're not done. We're not done. Uh, so, so Helen, yeah, let's let's jump over, like, and and bounce over to what whatever track you want to focus on. What are what are some interesting. Uh, sessions that you want to highlight we didn't we didn't give database much love yet do you want to start there yeah and databases you know my my true love because i yep. i am a database developer and when i originally got involved with the case uh, or oh my gosh od tug back in 2011 it was because i was searching for some help i needed in my database um right the sql writing and i found od tug that way and you know um so the database is near and dear to my heart database so hit tug. us what do you got so this year uh, we have 28 sessions and the cool thing, what I love about KScope is most of ours, the majority of our sessions are not from Oracle people, right? They're from the user community. Yeah. Um, we have Oracle aces, obviously, and ace directors, you know, people that really know their their stuff presenting, but we, the, the, we do have some big name Oracle people as well, like Connor McDonald and Chris Saxon, uh, Charlie sure. Berger, Chris Rice, but, um, you know, what I like about KScope is it's never a sales pitch, right? You're you're really learning about the technology and getting great tips and advice, um, especially in the database track and how to yep. how to do your job better. So um because uh, you know, as you probably everyone already knows, KScope is virtual is gonna be over two weeks. So the database sessions uh, for the first week are on Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday. And then the second week are Wednesday and Thursday. Not talking about the Monday symposiums, obviously, but the sessions sure. themselves. Yep. Um, so I, I think for the highlights for me, our Kimberg Hansen is our database track. Um, sorry, track, uh, track lead. Yep. And uh, Kim and I have worked, have presented together in the past on. Um, in the database track, and he's just so knowledgeable. He writes a lot of the um exercises um for the for the community that's out there in the oracle um learning sessions i'm not sure i can't remember what it's called but <laughs> anyway that's and he fair. wrote a he wrote a book on analytics and he's just so knowledgeable and always willing to share his knowledge he's very patient he's a great teacher and he's doing um a session on who's afraid of the big bad sequel it's basically telling um <laughs> People that might not think SQL is valuable anymore, that showing why it is and how yeah. a modern a modern developer still needs to know SQL, even though you have all these other, uh, you know, data applications out there and languages, yeah. out there, but you still need SQL really to be able to have your code function the way you want it to. Um, so so Kim has his is 
uh, again, a call who's afraid of the big bad sequel. He's also offering two hands-on labs on analytic functions and pattern matching. I've seen both of his, these hands-on labs in the past at previous uh, K-Scope conferences, and they're both really useful. You might think you don't need pattern matching. You might not even know that you need it. So I would suggest that you go to both of the hands-on labs that Kim's presenting on, and you'll, you'll come away definitely knowing a lot. Awesome. Um, and then I was just going to mention also um, from our Oracle friends, Connor McDonald is always a fun, entertaining speaker, as well as make, you know, giving you great tips and techniques. And he's talking, he's got two sessions on improving your performance as a DBA or database developer as well. Um, if you haven't seen Connor speak, definitely want to watch that because he, he's a lot of fun. Awesome. All right, so back to you, Tony. What what other tracks do you want to highlight here within the EPM so, community? Thanks. I've, <laughs> I've, I'd be remiss to not bring up the idea that this year we have a new track of profitability. Oh, yeah. Uh, so that was something that I know that Oracle has grown a lot in the profitability space with, with the profitability and cost management cloud service that they have. Um, previously with the on-premise deployment of, of profitability and cost management or HPCM is otherwise known. So I really wanted to make sure that that was getting representation because I felt like it was falling through the cracks in prior years. So please people attend these sessions so that this can stay and I don't have a complete egg on my face um, because this, this was really something I pushed for. Um, in there, there's, there's a bunch of different things. Some of them are really show the power of that product. But the one that really kind of caught me just because it, it aligns with something that I understand um, because I'm not really that much into the, the business side of things, but it's the integrated business process, a better way to align FP&A forecasting and management reporting. So the presenter here is Alex. I, she worked for me for a few years. I can never pronounce her last name. Apologies, Alex. She's a student of Mike Galeen, if you think I'm verbose. Mike is very verbose, and you can tell by that title. She's also a student of Mike because that title is incredibly verbose, but it's definitely worth seeing because she's incredibly knowledgeable um, and she's really cool. Uh, so I definitely recommend checking that out. I believe she's presenting with Vatsal, uh, who also used to be on one of my teams and is also a very good presenter. So I think people will enjoy that. And then moving on to the strategic EPM side of the house, and then I'll wrap it up because I know I talk a lot. Uh, there's a few there that I thought were really interesting. Natalie Delamar, who is with one of the GSIs now, I can't remember which one. Her profile says PWC, but something tells uh -huh. me is that is that yeah, correct now? Yep. Yep. PwC. Okay. She yep. used to be at EY. That's what it was. Uh -huh. Right. Yep. She's got a funny one. Uh, Ten habits of highly unsuccessful implementations, and then how to break the cycle. Uh, I definitely think that that's worth seeing because these systems are complex they do a lot of good things and you can go sideways very easily if you're not applying good practices and so i think natalie will tell you what some of the watchouts there are and i think that's really relevant to real world epm as a decision maker what do i need to think about when i'm embarking on this journey and putting my badge on the line and saying yes we're going to implement a oracle epm cloud and then the last two pemco's odyssey to the cloud this is not a shameless plug because they're a one cloud customer and they're presenting in, in another <laughs> in foundations and reporting. Um, this is actually their journey and why Oracle EPM cloud, like it has nothing to do with one cloud there. Um, so I know that it's a great story um, from everything from the general ledger all the way through to document storage. 
And so I think people should definitely take a listen to that because it really shows you the art of the possible as much as I hate that phrase. And then lastly, the Oracle EPM product management panel. This is where you get to sit down and ask questions to the uh. Oracle product managers. And I'm just going to take bets on how soon there's somebody in that panel that asks some really obscure question that's really specific to their environment <laughs> right? about an SR and they won't give up on it and they just harp on it and then they leave angry because they didn't get an answer to some esoteric question. Don't be that guy, folks. Uh, yeah. Everybody talks about it, it after the fact. Don't be that guy. Yes. We, 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 we take this opportunity on, on this podcast and our already took blogs to try to, to call out, you know, here, here are the right ways to do things. And, and here are some ways in which, you know, this is not really beneficial to the, the, the broader good. And, you know, not, not that everybody doesn't have, uh, you know, their own concerns and things that they're, that are really important to them, but, um, you know, definitely asking questions about SRs, the PMs are not going to know that on the spot. Uh, you know, especially, uh, given how, how complex, uh, SR numbers are and, and what could be in an SR. So, so yes, don't go there, folks. Um, okay, so let me let me give a little bit of a shout out to the analytics. Thanks for that, Tony. Uh, awesome. Um, and and the panel is that that panel is always uh, very successful at uh, you know live case scope as well. So I think it'll it'll be very cool to see uh, pulled off virtually. But let me let me give analytics a little bit of a shout out, and then we'll come back to you, Helen, for the other two tracks. Um, so you know, I think I'm not going to go into specific session so much is just really call out that I'm I'm very thankful we have our good core of of speakers that are well known in the analytics space. Um, you know, we've got the the Vlamises and and Kathy uh, coming along with the Van, the Vlamises. Uh, we've got Stuart Bryson, we've got Wayne Van Sluice, we've got Doug Ross. Um, you know, we have our sort of uh, oh Michelle Hardwick uh, is is speaking as well. We have our sort of typical cadre of Oracle people with with Mike Duran and Philippe and Brendan and Jerome. Um, so these are all, you know, uh, great speakers in the analytics space. Um, and what's I think great about the analytics track is we're going to cover the gambit of, um, you know, everything from the visualization layer that that Tony was sort of commenting on earlier. Um, you know, down into the sort of, uh, you know, guts of, of the data and, and, you know, establishing your data for analytics. We've got a couple of nice uh, sessions on that, um, as well as then kind of getting into, you know, sort of what's hot in the analytics space. And that's, of course, the, the machine learning area. And, um, you know, I know actually that's uh, one, one area that Michelle's going to comment on but another one that I'm going to call out uh, one session that I'm going to call out that I that I think is is fantastic just because I'm I'm always fascinated with um, you know how analytics is applied to healthcare and and that's the Children's Hospital of Colorado um, Bill Mole uh, is is going to be given a session um, and you know they recently uh, started adopting Oracle Analytics Cloud, and, and they're going to talk about their story about how they're using that um, within the, uh, you know, within the healthcare setting. And, and I think uh, certain industries are, are always very intriguing, and, and healthcare is, is one of those to me. So I'm, I'm very excited about, uh, you know, having a great session like that. 
So, so Helen, take us home a little bit. What, what do you got for uh, modern app development and emerging tech that you think uh, might be interesting to people? So for modern app development, uh, which by the way is going to be on Wednesday the first week and Thursday the second week of Kscope, um, there's two cool uh, hands-on labs. One's uh, on mobile app development from Susan Duncan of Oracle and then a visual builder deep dive from Shai Smeltzer of Oracle. Um, and then there are also two around bu building a digital assistant with Grant R Ronald and I've actually the um, attendees will be able, will be walking away having built their own digital assistant from those hands-on labs. Very cool. Uh, a lot of the topics in the in the uh, modern app uh, development track this year include uh, sessions around chatbots, digital assistants, and then cloud for SaaS. So, um, cool. So one one that I'm especially looking forward to is um, sorry is a, a session by Peter Kolotsky. It's a useful tips on designing UIs for business applications to be mobile oriented. And, you know, it, we, I, I personally, even working in a university, we, we've developed a lot of mobile apps um, for students. And it's just cool to be, to know how to do that using the Oracle technology. Yeah. And then um, for emerging tech, um, let me just grab my notes here. <laughs> So Emerging Tech, uh, those sessions are, again, Friday the first week, Thursday the second week. And we have a hands-on lab on building microservices with the Oracle Converged um, database, which is going to be given by Sanjay, Sanjay Goyle and Oracle. And one of the highlights for me is um, Adrian Ping from Insum, who's an Apex developer, is offering uh, yeah. a, a session on how to offload data processing with serverless computing. So it's basically, if it's for developers who are scheduling, uh, for example, DBMS jobs to call external scripts for creating REST services for executing code outside of their PLSQL. So this session would show you how to do that uh, in a serverless world, how to use serverless code for REST API calls to your web development platforms. So I'm looking forward to seeing that one as well. Yeah, super cool. And I think that that's also a great, you know, a great example of of what emerging tech is is trying to you know bleed into, right? That these these are sort of newer, forward thinking things that that don't sort of fall under the traditional umbrella, but but we're able to take the opportunity to highlight them and and give them some visibility because you know this is you know where where people can start to think about you know what what is you know how can I extend? What is the next big mm -hmm. thing? What is what is something that I can you know, do beyond sort of the, the norm and traditional stuff. And we want to cover those things too, don't get me wrong, but I think it's great that we can, you know, put on those uh, forward thinking outside the box glasses and and share some of those thoughts. So awesome. Great. So, uh, you know, all of this information is available on the website, casecove21.odtug.com. Um, you can go to the uh, area of the website that lets you look at all of the content. You can slice and dice it however you want. Look at all the tracks, which you know we weren't able to cover all of them today, but we got a, a good bit of them in. Um, I'd like to kind of wrap up. You know, Tony, Helen, just give a quick shout out to to Oracle for the symposium. What what are what are you guys looking for from forward to from the symposium perspective? Tony, why don't you go first? Sure. Uh I think the symposium is something that attendees always like. I mean, people, when you have the in-person conference, actually come in early. 
and they give up a day of their weekend or sometimes more depending on where they have to travel from in order to hear from Oracle what's new and what's coming. And I don't think anything's going to change this year in that, that sense that Oracle will have all the product managers there and that people are used to hearing from. So Matt Bradley will be there and, and talk about the overall vision of EPM. And he's always entertaining as well as incredibly insightful. And then it just starts to filter down to the different folks there, whether it's Mark Rinaldi on, on the financial planning side of the house, whether it's Rich Wilkie on close and consolidation, you know, Raul there with EDMCS. So I'd say definitely make sure that you're attending that on Monday to hear about what Oracle has planned for the, the EPM stack. I think you'll you'll be excited to hear about it. Cool. And and Helen, uh, what what are we doing on the database side? Because we're we're kind of mixing it up a little bit this year. Yeah. So uh, for the database symposium, Chris Rice is going to be given a kind of a product roadmap of of where Oracle's going in the future. Um, and then some of the other topics that are going to be mentioned during the symposiums are JSON, advanced SQL, uh, among others in the database track. I know there's a panel discussion happening. Um, as well on symposium day so yeah absolutely so cool so thank thank you both very much for hopping on today and uh you know being part of this conversation and, and drilling into the great content we have lined up for for kscope 21 thanks as well for being on the conference committee and and doing all the hard work to to put all of this great content together i know you guys both delegated out to your track leads and and their selection team members quite a bit but still couldn't, couldn't have done it without both of you. So thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank it's you for fun. being the unsung hero. And it's, <laughs> there's an important amount of work that Kevin has done behind the scenes over the last two years. People, if you ever get asked to be the overall uh, conference <laughs> chair, just say no. Unless you're retired. <laughs> it's, he does so much. And just because we were virtual doesn't mean it was any less work. In fact, it almost was a little bit more work because all the planning was doubled, right? Because we planned yeah. for the in-person and then we had to switch gears and plan for the virtual. So a little extra work. <laughs> yes. Well, thank thank you both. I appreciate that. Uh, it is it is definitely a team effort, though. But uh, yes, it is. It has been definitely an interesting two years. And, uh, you know, hopefully, hopefully, fingers crossed, uh, you know, I'll see both of you in in grapevine in 22 hopefully hopefully uh, all right for for the kscope uncover podcast i am kevin mcginley thanks to tony and helen for being on the show and this will be the last episode before kscope 21 so thanks to all of you who have been listening and following this podcast uh i am not sure if the new uh, conference chair will continue this tradition or not. I do not want to speak for that person and, and the time will come where, where that gets announced, but, uh, you know, who knows? So it's, it's been a joy doing this and, uh, thanks everyone out there for listening and we'll see you at Kscope 21.